Blog Talk Radio. This is the Roman Show for April 4th, 2016. Today we welcome World Series of Fighting lightweight champion Justin Gaethje, who is fighting a battle outside the cage in an effort to save a young boy's life who is battling cancer. This plus much more on The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the face. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go. Fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go. Blind. Come. We're going, Lido. GNC, we're going. Down here, go. Control, FAO, we are done. Network, go. Discovery, go. Capcom, we're going live. Launch control, this is Houston. We are going to launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Welcome, everyone, to The Roman Show. I'm your host, Rodolfo Roman, alongside George Alonzo. George. Well, we have a lot to talk about, but uh, let's just get the things out of the way here, George. Don't even get me started. I know you're very painful right now uh, because of what happened with WrestleMania, but you know what? I, I got something. I got a remedy that can help you with that, and that's Athlon Rub. You really? saw this thing already. You we, we talked about it last week. Really? That could help me with my pain right now? Absolutely. It's an all-natural sport rub that brings the martial arts time-tested tie oil to all serious athletes, it's made in the United States of America from an FDA and GMP certified facility. Athletes will now have a trusted source and steady supply for tie oil to aid in their warm-up, training, and recovery. That's warm-up better, train harder, recover faster. That's AthlonRub.com. Athlon coming from a uh, the, the the word from a Greek a Greek word actually. So Athlon Rub, look it up right now, AthlonRub.com, and trust me, George, it will take all of your pain away from this disastrous WrestleMania weekend I'm doing that, that we right have now. experienced. I'm doing that right now. All right, let's have a seat, relax, as we take on Reality Check. And now, it's time to give you a Reality Check. All right, George, let's get right to it. WrestleMania 32, it broke a lot of records. According to the WWE, they had over 101,000 people in the AT&T Stadium in Dallas, Texas. However, there are reports that that is not really the case. They did beat the record, though, from the WrestleMania 3 crowd. However, there's a lot of numbers thrown out there. Some saying that it's over close to 94,000. Others saying that it's about 97,000. The bottom line is they did break the record. But unfortunately, the product that was delivered at that show at WrestleMania 32 just didn't satisfy all those 100 and 100, more than 100,000 people and the millions watching at home, George. Because it, including the main event with Triple H and Roman Reigns, everyone, what was expected happened. 
I mean, the most shocking moment, really, looking back, was Zack Ryder winning the title. And he even the title. and even though he lost it tonight on Monday Night Raw. To the Miz, and thanks to Maurice, the big return, right? A uh, major return. Hello, yay. Uh, let, let me explain something. I'm Mr. Roman. I'm not gonna put the Roman show on bla- uh, on the forefront here. This is me and only me, okay, doing this. But I'm calling out any WWE writer right now, whether you're a beginner or you're a veteran, to come onto the Roman show and explain yourself. Because how Michael Hayes says, we are here to make you smile. What kind of raw did we get tonight? We got the Miz winning the Intercontinental Title. We got Apollo Crews making his debut. Not saying that you know he's a bad guy, but I don't think they were. They he was built a hundred percent for his you know raw debut today. And then you get Enzo More and uh, Colin Cassidy and Cesaro making his return when the fans have been requesting for months since the signing. Okay you know, of the Balor Club. So let me explain something. Let, let me ask you something, WWE. Why did, you take, why did you rush so fast to sign these guys when you're taking two months for them to debut and you flew them into Dallas? Explain yourself. I will be here waiting at the Roman Show Network or Roman Show Studios for your call. Till then, Roman, uh, WWE writers, you're foolish. You know, one thing is when you have a crowd chanting for guys like Nakamura, who just recently debuted in, w, in the NXT with uh, taking on Sami Zayn in a spectacular match on NXT TakeOver. And you have other names he mentioned, like Bailey during the, the entire show. That just goes to show you that the fans, they want change, they want new faces, they really deserve to help the product grow. And when you have people that are expected... I mean, people were expecting a Kurt Angle. Many, so many don't, things were expected and nothing happened. Don't get me right. Don't get me wrong. New faces were provided to the WWE fans. Enzo Amore, uh, Enzo Amore, uh, you know Apollo uh, Cruz. Apollo Cruz. I'm not saying. I'm not taking that. Smackdown. You're gonna have uh, uh, Von Villains, which are not ready yet, uh, I, I, because they're not built correctly yet. Because for Christ's sake, if you tell me that they're ready, then why aren't they getting any reaction at the NXT crowds? That's what's so, going to happen, you know, unfortunately, it, what could happen to them is what happened with Tyler Breeze, that they just haven't used him well. Uh, what will happen with the Ascension? You know, the Ascension that just came in, they, they were this huge group in NXT, but when they came to the main roster, it just didn't go their way, man. And, and I agree, but here's the thing, what I also don't like, when people go onto social media and calling people out for complaining, let me explain something. People have the right to speak their opinion and not be insulted for their own opinion. We live in the United States of America mm-hmm. where everyone has a right to opinion. And when you're provided an opinion, it gives you no right to insult them by calling them names. Okay? Listen, if you are so smart, I'm not, I've never said that I should be a WWE writer. Have you ever heard me say this? Never. Okay, never. I've only speak my opinion. Okay, I, that's it. But you speak, and I hope you're listening to this, you speak like you're one of them. 
Last time I checked, you're not getting WWE paychecks. You're getting high school uh, treasurer paychecks. <laughs> okay, so next time you call people out, know what you're you're doing. Respect people's opinion, folks. Now you're going in. You're calling out people there. Yep, I'm not naming names, but if he indirectly, knows, you're calling yeah, people out. If he knows who I'm he, he, that I'm talking about, hey, feel free to call in, buddy. You're going, you're going in, George. All right, let, let's take a look back real brief here. At WrestleMania 32, match of the night by far has to be the women's match. Yeah, by far. The, the, uh, to me, the, the women's match, I'm so happy for the women's division, for where I sit, you know, as a fan. The women's division really went from this sex sells kind of division to an actual legit division. They are now called superstars, ladies and gentlemen, exactly. which they rightfully do deserve to be called. Then you have big surprises. Well, you had Shaq that made an appearance in the Rumble. We all expected maybe a, a Goldberg, an Angle, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, someone at the Baller Club. We said so many things, but well, we got Shaq. Yeah, well, and To be honest, and DDP. To be honest with you, what I feel like as an opinion, uh, again, opinion, folks. Remember, I don't work for the WWE, unlike some people who think they do. Uh, my opinion is, I feel like the Shaq. Uh, you know, reemergence last night was meant to uh, to bring his name into what's going into Orlando because Shaq started with the Orlando Magic. Mm-hmm. So personally, me, I feel like it was kind of like that first little hint to say, "Hey, we're going to induct Shaq into the celebrity wing next year." Isn't it pretty sad though that even though WrestleMania took place on Sunday, April third, people already were already talking about even before WrestleMania thirty two took place. They were already on social media saying, I can't wait for WrestleMania 33. Actually, yeah, they, they can because, uh, like, already there's been two um, websites, uh, including Forbes.com, uh, explaining the major stuff that might happen at WrestleMania 33. Uh, here's some things I read throughout the day. What I read that uh, during the, the entire day is that Brock Lesnar might wrestle uh, Kevin Owens where Brock Lesnar finally puts someone over because, if I'm correct, this is Lesnar's last con- year in his contract. Uh, another idea that I read was the Shield going against each other. I'm talking about Reigns versus Ambrose versus Rollins in the main event. I've even heard Reigns versus Lesnar too. You know, I've heard some great, great things. And, you know, obviously we might see the induction of The Rock at the Hall of Fame. And maybe the last match of Undertaker, yeah. which takes me to the other subject I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Obviously that match, it has its, its, its pros and its cons, of course. We will never forget Shane McMahon taking a ridiculous elbow drop from, I don't know, over 20 feet high. That guy has balls. you got to give him credit. Yeah, I, I do. Trust me, I do give him credit. But at the end of the match, the Undertaker took off, glo- took off his gloves. In MMA, when a fighter takes out his gloves right after his fight, it pretty much symbolizes that that is the end of his career, that he is retiring. Of course, we don't know if that is the same when it comes to professional wrestling, and Undertaker was trying to lead us to thinking of that. Although we did read, read some rumors that he was in the backstage saying that that was his last match, but that article went ahead and said... That Undertaker has said that verbally in the past in previous WrestleManias. So it might not be the end of the Undertaker yet. He might have yeah. one more in him. It, like the thing is, is that the Undertaker. I think it was back in uh, 29 or 30 where he mentioned that he that was going to be his last Mania. 
and uh, and here we are. We're at 32, going into 33, and he's saying that this was his last match. Now, let me tell you something. If he did, if it's really true, if his last match was against Shane, it was a great send-off. I agree. It, it, it was one hell of a match. It was. You know, it, a lot of people don't think so, but in my opinion, it told a story. It did. It, 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 like, don't expect Shane McMahon to give like the ultimate fight to the Undertaker because Shane has never been considered a wrestler. He's been considered a stunt guy. He, yeah, well, a stunt guy, but he's also been, you know, described as a personality for the WWE, not a pro wrestler. You know, and, and you couldn't expect much out of Shane. And for the type of match that Shane and Undertaker gave us, it told the perfect story where Shane was gonna go, you know, to the ends of the earth to win, which he didn't, but it still led that way, and it was amazing. It, it was amazing, amazing that led into uh, Raw here tonight, where we saw him take over Raw for one night, and possibly even tease that he might be a co, uh, he might be showing up a lot more often than we thought. All right, uh, I, I'm, it, it's very unfortunate, but rumors are coming out that the reason why Sami Zayn was not in the four-way dance was because, and you called it while we were watching Raw, allegedly Sami Zayn appeared to have injured his shoulder again, right, during the opening segment of WWE Raw tonight uh, on Monday. We don't know if this is accurate. We don't know if he's going to be out, but fans in attendance noted that Zayn then ran to the back, clutching his shoulder uh, you know, right after the uh, the night, just want to make a note here that uh, Zane suffered a shoulder injury in the summer of 2015, which sidelined him all the way from uh, NXT until January of this year. George, if this is true, really unfortunate and not good for Sami Zayn. Nope, because Zane said it himself. He, you know, he was very doubtful of his career after this first injury. Uh, so I really hope it's not going to go down a bad route for Zane because Zane is an amazing athlete. So uh, here's praying, man. Now hopefully, man, after he had that incredible match with uh, Sensuki Nakamura, what a match, huh? Yeah. What an amazing yeah, match. Yeah, amazing, amazing match. Uh, Takeover by far was way better yeah. than WrestleMania. Well, so. you know, the the person even quoted... Uh, before um, the one I was attacking when I, we first started Reality Check, he was even saying uh, on social media, hey, uh, WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania, you're drunk. You know, NXT is the designated driver. So wait, he's calling people out for, you know, I can't say the B word, mm. you know, um, for complaining. But then again, he was complaining already that WrestleMania was bad. Saying that NXT takeover is, but you get where the hypocrite is coming from here. I am. Yeah. Well, well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, not to insert you, but I'm just saying. Let's go ahead and kick it and drive as we now lead into uh, payback. Obviously, we're gonna see some of the matches that we saw in WrestleMania 32. We'll see them again on payback with some stipulations along the way. But of course, we'll see AJ Styles in the main event against Roman Reigns for the title. George, it's a good thing that AJ Styles is going to get his shot at the title and in the main event, which is great. That was the reason why he is in the mm -hmm. WWE. Unfortunately, I don't think he's going to win. No, well, I don't expect him to win. It, 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 like Reigns, I believe, is the poster boy for the WWE right now. You know, he's the the mark, the guy that they could market. AJ Styles, I don't think is in that level yet. He could be eventually. But is he at the level that right now? No. In my opinion, no, he's not. 
So it's I believe AJ is kind of not I'm not gonna call him a stepping stone, but he is kind of that like that that person that's gonna elevate Reigns into a better wrestler, but also give the people or him the image of being that next top heel. Needless to say, WrestleMania season is a wrap. Next, obviously, uh, upcoming event, a big major event, will be SummerSlam. Yeah, well... All the way into the summertime. Yep, but we got payback before. Well, it's kind of a big major event. When it comes to four-hour show, you got SummerSlam, so... In the meantime, we're going to have to enjoy your paybacks, your extreme rules, and all these little pay-per-views they had. Either way, it was a fair WrestleMania season, and we really hope, cross our fingers, that in Orlando it will be a different story, knowing that they will be in the house of, well, where the performance center is, right? So we will see a lot of new faces, more talent, more action. I mean, it essentially becomes the capital of professional wrestling. Yeah, practically. Because now they're filming the global uh, cruiserweight uh, show up there in Orlando, which I cannot wait to see. Shout out to uh, a guy that uh, you know you and I have talked to. Uh, My boy Trevin. Uh, you know Trevin uh, for working in this. So congratulations to you. Uh, on top of that, congratulations also to Lindsay Dorado for being contacted. Yes, yeah. You know we've also had the honor of interview. Well, I have had the honor exactly. of uh, interview Rich Swan mm-hmm. when he uh, you know kind of. <laughs> Uh, messed with me a little bit a couple of years ago here in uh, Miami when WrestleMania was in town. Uh, so congratulations to you as well. Uh, so, so far the Global Cruiserweight division is um, looking amazing, and I can't wait for that to start. And hopefully that is a maybe somehow they'll add a Cruiserweight division into next year's WrestleMania. And please, let's skip forward with that horrendous Kalisto and Ryback match. Oh, yes. Very sad. Uh, All right, guys. Thanks so very much. We'll catch you here. Uh, on this segment of the Roman yeah. Show, Reality Check, yeah, George. Uh, and, and don't forget, WWE writer, I'm waiting for your call. He's calling you out, and the other person he called out for, too. Yeah, the, I'm not going to mention his name, but he should know who I'm talking about. Just saying. All right, we'll be right back. Remember, we're just days away from Fort Rock in Fort Myers, Florida. Get your tickets right now. All the information is on the website. That's theromanshow.com. Make sure you follow us on social media. Roman Show Media on Facebook and at The Roman Show on Twitter and subscribe on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rromano201. We'll be right back with Justin Gaethje of the World Series of Fighting. He is the lightweight champion who is doing a great deed. Monster Energy Ford Rock returns to JetBlue Park in Fort Myers, Florida. <laughs> April 30th and May 1st with Rob Zombie. Shine down. Fighting down punch. Three doors down. Bring you the horizon. And day to remember. And more. Tickets and VIP packages are on sale now. For four, head to Ford Rock Festivals.com. Fueled by Monster Energy Drake. Talk to you about this great effort that you're having, uh, that you're helping out this uh, six-month-old baby who's fighting leukemia. Um, how, how did this all come about? Just let me know, uh, take me in how it all started. Yeah, I mean, my, my mom, actually, I'm from a, just a real small community, so you know, I know everybody there. And my mom, she asked me after if I could sign a shirt or something and put it in a raffle for, for the little boy. Uh-huh. And uh, I said, yeah, I'll just yeah, I'll give him my gloves. So yeah, she sent them down, and then uh, they posted it on Facebook, and it kind of went, you know, a lot of people shared it and liked it, and then the World Series of Fighting, they actually 
ran a story up on it, and then they, uh, you know, they're going to send like I think like four or five different pairs of gloves and some posters for a raffle, just to, you know, to raise the money to help the little little boy. Now, have you personally seen the baby yet, or? I haven't. I um, I just, you know, I didn't. I haven't even been to Arizona since I, uh, you know, fought. But I didn't even hear about him until you know the night. It was the night I fought. You know, my mom asked me about it. So yeah, so then that's when I told her. So your mom goes to this gym and. Uh, I guess the owner just said, "Hey, can 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 uh, can your son sign this uh, this shirt for me?" That's how that's how the story goes. He said, "Yeah, does you know does he have a poster or a shirt you can put in the raffle?" Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "Yeah, I can you know I give you something better than the shirt or you know a poster." So just stepped in my gloves and then I kind of just blew it from there. So because you so you're originally from Safford, right? Safford, Arizona. Yes, S A F F O R D. And yeah, Stafford, Arizona. It's just a small city. It's like ten, less than ten thousand people there. It's ten thousand. You know, it's it's kind of small. It's not the smallest town. You know, there's a lot, of, you know, a lot more smaller towns. But the fact that it makes it so, uh, you know, so different is it's so secluded. You know, it's two hours. You got Walmart for two hours. Wow. So um, you know, if you want to go to a mall, you gotta drive two hours. That's for Tucson, and then Phoenix is three hours away. So yeah, we're out in the middle, of pretty much nowhere out in southeast Arizona. Ooh. So, and how long, so you were there until you left to, to college, not to study? Yep, yep, got a scholarship to come up and wrestle at the um, University of Northern Colorado. Uh, so you got a scholarship in wrestling? Yep. And you yep. studied? Yeah, and I got a, then I got a degree in human services. Human services. Do, do you, do you, do you uh, practice the human services or you just, you're just dedicated to the whole fighting thing full time? You don't have any time for that? I don't, I don't, yeah, I, you know, I really have to focus all my time on these fights right now, but... As soon as I'm done, you know, I got that degree, and I figured the you know the more I fight on TV, the more kids will kind of be influenced. They're kind of hard-headed already, so that's my that's my angle. What 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 are some of the plans or goals that you have to do with that degree? Uh, and then obviously, I haven't planned. I haven't planned anything specific. My time has been completely consumed by these fights, but you know, I want to work with at-risk youth, so that's my goal. And I don't know, like somewhere, um, you know, I really don't have a plan right now. Hmm. But have you had some opportunities to work with some of these at-risk uh, kids, maybe at the gym? Yeah, I mean, when I, every time I go down to where I'm from, I go to the schools and, you know, try to, try to meet and talk to the kids. And then, uh, you know, not as an as a athlete or as a fighter, just someone, you know, trying to let them know that, you know, you can't be messing around. So when is the yeah, next... as much as uh-huh. you think. What was that, sorry? Nothing. Nothing, oh. I'm <laughs> That's all right. So when when is the next time you're going back to back home? Um, I'll probably go home, I don't know, honestly, I, I, I haven't planned it. It's, it's been a... I'll go home sometimes, uh, you know, at the beginning of the summer. Okay, so it's been a while, though? my next body is, and then plan the, you know, my, my training camp, and then see whenever that is. But it's been a while since you've been back home? No, I was actually back home the weekend before the fight, I went to a wedding. One of my buddies asked me, and it was... Difficult decision to make, but uh, you know, I ended up going down there, and it was cool. I got to see a lot of friends and family, so that was good. So, in in regards to the baby, um, any information, any details you've heard? Uh, last I read from the blog that he was still going under chemotherapy. Or do you stay in contact with uh, Jared? Right, that's that's the baby, Jared. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I read the blog, and um, you know, that's, when when I go down to Arizona, I'm gonna make it a point to go. You know, do go meet the family and meet the little boy, but. Right now, I haven't, you know, I'm just reading the blog, and mm-hmm. my mom, you know, gives me updates here and there, but yeah, she just, uh, or he's just, um, you know, fighting. 
going through the, the hard part right now. There's a website, World Series of Fighting posts to the website, and it has a bunch of links. It has a link to a GoFundMe, and it has a link to a raffle ticket. You can actually go buy raffle tickets and try to win the gloves, my gloves from last fight, or, uh, you know, some other fighters' gloves. Ray Seppo signed the pair, David Branch, Marlon Moraes. So, yeah, you can go buy a raffle ticket online. Do you, do you by any chance have kids? I don't have any kids. Oh, okay. Nieces, nephews, or baby brothers, or baby sisters? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got nieces and nephews. I definitely like to go home and see them as often as possible. My nephew, he comes up to the fights now. Hmm. He's, a little, he's four now, so uh, he's old enough. Nah, he still doesn't like it. He was actually the boy after the fight. I uh, went out there and grabbed and, and hugged because he was bawling. He thought, he said, he, uh, they said he saw me got kicked in the leg and he said that I was in trouble. So he started trying. <laughs> So this thing, when when it comes to helping out, I mean, it, it's in you. I also read here that you were helping out veterans, too? I mean, yeah, not, not in any like, specific way. I just donate my gloves from every fight to, to an auction. The last uh, last few I've been to veterans. And uh, I go out, I flew out, I went out to Texas, uh, you know, a couple months before the fight. And um, went out to this uh, Heroes baseball team there, you know, group of Purple Heart. They all have, I receive purple hearts, you know, from the from the, the veterans, and they go around and play baseball and try to raise money and raise awareness for, uh, you know, for veterans. So that's where I, you know, try to. I've been giving some of my gloves, and I also throw their logo on my um, on my uh, banner, you know, mm-hmm. when I fight, you know, so just to try to get some eyeballs on that. But I don't know. It's, I mean, I don't. I don't want. I don't want too much recognition for it. It's just. It's really easy to treat people right and help people so you know I, I was raised well I have great parents so yeah I just I guess it comes natural but something I think everybody should be doing yeah, absolutely and I mean uh, you know to hear the six month old baby finding cancer that I mean that in itself that's a, that's a yeah yeah story. exactly you can never plan for something like that you know I didn't have to go through that so you know I can't I can't I can sympathize for them but I can't relate in any way so you know all I can do is try to you know raise some money for their cause and then and go from there Good stuff. Now, Justin, I understand that you have, because it's funny, I just interviewed uh, Anne, Anne uh, de la Tejera, de Tejada, sorry. She yeah. just she just fought right now in, um, well, actually last yeah, month. Yeah. And uh, so she was telling me that you, you have some Hispanic in you. Who, how how yeah, did that you, come about? My mom, I'm, I'm, half, I'm half Hispanic. I have a bunch of family down in Mexico. Uh, my mom is, is Mexican. Ah. My nana doesn't even speak English. Your mom doesn't speak English? My nana does. Ah, your English. grandma. Wow, your grandma. Oh, all yeah, right. My grandma. And so your your dad's American though. Yeah, my dad. He's red. He's big red guy. And uh-huh. he's actually he's like his his grandma was full Mexican, or his great grandma or grandma. I'm not sure, but so I'm a little bit more than half. But yeah, I was definitely raised, uh, you know, in that in that influence that that family lifestyle. My mom has nine brothers and sisters, so Jesus, big big family. I have a big family. So have you gone uh, to Mexico? Have you visited out there? I have not recently. Not we used to go when I was a kid. I've been in Mexico City and Mexico, but um, you know, some in Naco. But I don't go. You know, I don't go. I haven't gone lately at all since I went to college about eight years ago, nine years ago. So about you, your fight. I mean, that that fight you just recently had. You made it look easy. But what's what's next? I know you had recently said you might test the waters with the free agency, but you still have two fights under the contract of the World Series yeah, fight, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a, I love World Series. You know, I love fighting for them. I, mean, I have, yeah, I have 
couple fights left on my uh, my contract, so those are, you know, I just gotta focus on the next one right now. So that's really all all I'm focused on. Um, you know, definitely happy with World Series, but you know, on to the next one. I got I got you know whoever's next. That's all I'm focused on. And we don't know anything yet as of right now. Nope, I don't know anything at all. Hopefully, hopefully not too long. I want to talk to you about the battles you have with Palomino. Um, how impactful were these? Because both of you guys are just going balls to the wall, hitting each other as hard as hell as you can, whoever knocked down each other first. Yeah, it was a good, it was, they were good fights. You know, I think he's crazy. He's really tough, really technical. Uh, you know, those great punches. Been doing it for a long time, so, yeah, he was, they had a good style. Um, you know, tough as hell. So that was a good, yeah, good fight. Good for my career, you know, stepping, stepping stones. I don't want to, you know, not, no disrespect, but, you know, just like I said, on to the next one, and I just have to keep, uh, keep proving that I'm better than everybody else across the cage for me. You know, there are some that that that, that they say that the way you 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 fight is a little bit. Um, it could take a toll when it comes to the to the shots to the head. Um, yeah. What are your What are your thoughts on that? And and, and do you think there's any any truth to that or, or whatnot? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm not a doctor, but hell, my dad's been. Uh, working in the mine for 30 years, you know, he's hard of hearing right now just from naps, you know. He's probably going to have some lung problems from breathing in all the dust. But yeah, every every vocation has its has its bad side, so I mean, I, I fight for a living, so I'm going to get punched in the face. But right now, it's, uh, I'm hitting them harder, and I'm hitting them first. Gotcha, and, and I mean, heck, you're, you're doing your thing, and, and entertaining fights, and everybody loves to see you fight, you're undefeated. Uh, so, needless to say, you're definitely doing what what's right for your career. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a way to make money is by having knockouts. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. Well, George, we are months away from UFC 200. But MMA is picking up a lot of steam. We we talk MMA here. We talk pro wrestling. We talk sports in general. And of course, in wrestling, you know, we hype up the matches by these promos. But John Jones and Daniel Cormier hey. have not been cunning promos. These guys are really personal. Hey. We just learned, obviously, last week that John Jones is not going to face Alvin St. Cruz because Daniel Cormier suffered an injury, which has taken him out of action. OSP. And Jones will now battle for an interim title, which makes good sense. And, well, Cormier offered OSP an opportunity to come train at his gym, a.k.a. in California. And he even offered to, to, to pay his expenses. But John Jones went on Twitter and said, Wow, you went out that far so he can beat me instead of you doing the job. So then Daniel Cormier wrote back on Twitter, and I'm not, not quoting the Twitter uh, word for word, but essentially just kind of what it means verbatim. Basically saying, Kenny Cormier is saying, well, you know, I'm not afraid of you, especially a guy who crashes into a person and leaves the scene of the crime mm-hmm. and then says, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll beat you up, you junkie. Of mm-hmm. course, he's taking a shot at Jones. John Jones got in an accident. The, the woman was pregnant. He fled the scene. And, of course, his was, uh, last fight, he was caught, uh, he was using cocaine. Well, needless to say, these guys are going at it. They don't like each other. Although, when Cormier announced that he was injured, John Jones did follow back by saying, hey, I hope you get better. But, 
I don't think these guys really nag each other. Yeah, I don't think so either, but I have to side with uh, Cormier a little bit uh, by saying, yeah, you are a coward if you're running away from the scene of a crime. I've been in that situation before where I've been hit and the person fled the scene of the crime. Now, what makes it even worse is that he hit a pregnant woman mm -hmm. and he fled. Mm -hmm. So I have to side with Cormier and call him a coward. You know, it, now I'm not saying that he's a bad fighter, talking about John Jones. I'm talking about John Jones the person. Not John Jones the fighter, John Jones the f uh, person. Well, I will tell you this, he has paid his consequences that John Jones was arrested and he did feel some, face some jail time for a violation of probation, which we spoke about last week. And uh, he's out now. He was on the MMA Hour with uh, Ariel Hawani this week and they asked him, you know, what happened with the situation in jail, how was the experience. And John Jones said, "I missed my boyfriend in jail," <laughs> and you know so he was he was he was laughing about it. But at the same time, he did say that it humbled him. But how many times does this guy have to go through situations like this to feel humbled? I mean, he's messed up a couple of times. It's not the first time he screws up. Well, how many things has he screwed up? And uh, then again, Nick Diaz has only been screwed up once, and he's out, gone for how long? Oh, two years, but they reduced it now to a year. But needless to say, John Jones has gotten away with so many things, and they, they, they keep on giving him an opportunity. Think about it. His fight is on April 23rd, on Saturday. He was just arrested last week. I mean, less than a month ago, this guy was in jail. Mm -hmm. And here he is getting a chance at an interim UFC lightweight title. And that's just absurd. Mm -hmm. I think it's really absurd that they're giving this guy so much of a, of a huge opportunity. I get it, the UFC, you know, money's money, it's what's best for business. Mm -hmm. He is a great fighter, there's not, nothing to take away from that. But I think ethically and morally, I don't think it looks good. You, you try to pull that off in the WWE, you'll be out in a second. Yep, because that's why I told you, uh, Dana right now is kind of like looking like a joke when it comes to all his policies. Uh, and, and we spoke about this, I think it was about two, three weeks ago, when I told you that Dana should put in a, a brand new policy when it comes to this. Because it looks like the fighters are taking advantage of all of this. It, it, that's why Vince is kind of ahead of the game when it comes to, you know, running a business. Because if you strike your policy, you know, he suspends you or you're, you get released depending on how many violations you've had. But, you know, Dana, you, uh, like you've seen so many violations coming through the USC, and then three, four, five, six months later down the line, you still see them in the octagon, no matter how bad of a situation they've done. Yeah, and this, this is really a call for the UFC, not uh, the, the uh, Nevada State Commission. They, they obviously had nothing to do with that, although they could punish them if they want. But the UFC, of course, could take the lead role and use John Jones as a lead example. Hey, don't screw up, or this is what's going to happen to you. Mm -hmm. So, needless to say, John Jones is in action against OSP at the upcoming UFC pay-per-view. Many people thought that Anthony Johnson was going to step in. Johnson actually was having surgery. He had just had surgery in his teeth. That is why he will not be competing. But let me tell you, if both of those guys would have squared off, it would have really been a different story. Uh, because not, Anthony Johnson has knockout power. He can knock out John Jones. Of course, if Jones takes him to the ground, it's a different story. However, we're not going to get to see that because Johnson is out. So OSP and Jones, and Jones right now is obviously the favorite. Now, UFC 200. I know we keep talking about this, but last week it was just revealed that Conor McGregor is taking on uh, Diaz, Nate Diaz, in a rematch 
at a catch weight at 170, or sorry, at the welterweight division, because Connor wanted that rematch. That's the reason. Connor went to the UFC and said, hey, I want that rematch. It's that simple. If you're Connor, you get rematches. Just like that. Well, Connor. If you're George, you're not going to get a rematch. Yeah, if but, you're Connor, you're getting a rematch. But Connor's literally the number one seller you know, of pay per views for the but you know, but, but let me tell you, sure, he's selling a lot, he's selling a lot of pay per views. He, he's getting the hype, but he is not a Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar has that, that, that uh, uh, money wise, when it comes to pay per view buys, he has that record for the UFC. So he is not, he's not up there yet. Yeah, because people wanted to see him lose. <laughs> but needless to say, they want to compare him to Conor McGregor and selling as many pay-per-view buys, and, and that's not accurate. Yeah, but Brock that, Lesnar to this day has that record. But th- that's the difference. People wanted to buy pay-per-views to see Lesnar lose. People buy well, pay-per-views... They want to see Conor lose too. No, they want to see Conor win. Well, that's the people that want but to see they, lose. They, I, I, I they, they only watched UFC when Lesnar was around just to see who was going to be, uh, be able to beat that gorilla. You know, and, and finally we saw some people beat him in, in Overeem. And Carwin, if I'm correct? No, not yet. Yeah, it was uh, um, Kane and... and that oh, was it was Kane and, and Overeem. Yep. You know, so people finally got to see that, and he left because of his seven-fight contract. But the point is, is that people were buying pay-per-views only to see him lose. In this case with Conor, Conor's driving pay-per-view buys not because they want to see him lose or because they want to see him win. I'm changing my opinion now. It's because they want to see both. Okay? I guess I'll give you half and half. I'll give you that much. But regardless, McGregor and Diaz are going to take on again in a rematch. But then in the same card, we don't know who the co-main event is yet, but that is the main event, Diaz and McGregor. But Jose Aldo and Frankie Edgar are fighting for the interim featherweight title. The featherweight title belongs to McGregor. Why in the blue hell are you having an interim title? McGregor is not injured. In fact, he's on the same card. It makes no sense. If you want to have Aldo and Edgar for the number one spot, okay, fine. I'll give it to you. That makes perfect sense. I'm okay with that. But you're putting a title yep. to, to, to unify at a later date when you can just have your champion square off against either an Aldo or, a, or, or a, an Edgar? Yeah, but Connor won a Nate, and Connor can't fight fine. twice. That's great. And, but, look, you could have had that rematch at a later period. You know, you didn't have to have it right now. I mean, fine. You want to have the, the rematch, that's fine. But to have the, the rematch, you're already, you're already pushing things by having the rematch already, which everybody knows that Nate Diaz is going to win again. And then you have Aldo and Edgar for the interim title when McGregor is not even hurt. Because, that makes no sense. Because, Mr. Roman, they, they want to establish a point by saying no matter who wins between Aldo and Edgar, the winner of that fight is definitely the next person in the line to fight McGregor. Right, but why put a title? Just have it because a that, Because that's kind of like their image. That's kind of like I their trophy. To say, you're hey... Just giving away free titles. Here, it, man. You're going to get an Athlon rub, man. Uh, th- th- thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I needed that. Uh, a lot of people, you know, should use Athlon rub just because they get butthurt over opinions. But I, I need some right now. <laughs> but it's hot. Uh, again, though, Edgar and Out. I'm not saying that your opinion is wrong. I'm just saying that what the UFC is most likely doing is that they're just giving them a sense or an image or even something physical to say, hey, this person's the next in line. It's kind of like almost if they even gave them a medal. 
You know, it, or a trophy, or a title, or whatever. This, this ain't pee-wee league. Like, I mean, even I'm, the losers used to get a little medal. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. You know, even but, if you were, like, number five, you get a little stupid medal. But that, no, have but, it a number one contender spot, man. That's it. Yeah, but it's, it's not... Okay, but uh, that will drive more money. Because let's say Jose Aldo wins, just for the sake of saying it, okay? Tiny uh, so and, and then you got Jose Aldo versus Conor McGregor in a unification fight. This was goes from a title fight pay-per-view to a unification pay-per-view, driving more money into the business. Whatever, man. Yeah, I'm just saying, man. It is what it is. I just think, like, I'm fine. I'm great. Just the title is just... Uh, Here, have some Aplon rub yourself, man. Your butt hurt. I did it. By the way, congratulations to Venalova. Defeated North Carolina by a by the buzzer beater, man. 77-74, they are the winners of the Final Four in college basketball. And, George, so on that UFC 200, you got Travis Brown and Kim Velasquez again. We don't know who the co-main event is going to be. Allegedly, there is another fight to be added that's going to be good. There's been rumors swirling. It could be G- a GSP return. It could be Robbie Lawler defending title uh, against God knows. You know, we have to find someone out there for him. We have to find an opponent. Maybe Matt Brown, uh, although Matt Brown, I think, has, a, has an opponent. Uh, we don't know. But regardless to say, there more than likely be another title fight. So you have three fights that could go five rounds uh, mm-hmm. in that UFC 200. Again, we still await what's going to happen in that fight card. George, I think I've had enough. Oh, this 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 Roman show episode. I think I'm hot. You're hot. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's, we I'm had not, a, We had a lot of work, man. I'm not hot. You know, let let's let me get this point across. I'm not mad. I just don't like it when people call other people out for the right of their opinion. And on top of that, when they question or they say, and I quote, "This is a raw that you're never gonna forget," and it just seems like just any other regular raw. That's yeah, all I'm saying. Basically, there wasn't a wild fact that wasn't is, there. This is only my opinion. Again, I'm not saying I could write a story better. This is only my opinion as a fan. I have the right to be either mad or happy. But when you're calling someone out for their opinion on the product and you're calling them names, then that's when I have to step in and say, who are you? Because... Uh, Last time I checked, you're not getting a WWE paycheck. Nothing. Well, thanks so very much for tuning in again. Remember to follow us on social media and grab yourself an Athlon rug. Trust me, it will take away all your pain and all that heat you have because of the frustrations that, that you witness on sports today. And by the way, opening day of baseball is getting underway. The Marlins are taking on the Tigers this week, very early on in the week. And, uh, well, hopefully our boys could do very well. Again, grab yourself an Athlon rub. Take away all that heat and make your body feel a lot better because, George, you're frustrated I am. We're going to have to leave this till, till next week. Okay. Next week, we're going to welcome Yoslandi Izquierdo, who will be fighting at the uh, Fight Time Promotions event. He is making a comeback uh, after he had his run in the UFC, then he had a couple of fights, but he's trying to bake it back into MMA uh, and, and basically trying to get back into the UFC or a Bellator or a World Series of Fighting, which, by the way, congratulations to John Fitch, who is now a champion for once. He has finally earned a title as he defeated this week his opponent at the World Series of Fighting number 13 fight card. So congratulations to John Fitch, rightfully so. He deserves that title, just like Zack Ryder did. Yeah, Although he lost his, you know, it, it looks day. like a lot of people are going to need that Athlon robe in Pennsylvania. <laughs> well, they're, they're just celebrating out there. 
uh, with uh, Vinanova the Pini on North Carolina. Well, that pretty much wraps it up. Again, follow us on social media at The Roman Show on Twitter, and we will catch you right here on the same Blog Talk Network. And again, we're getting just days away from Fort Rock. We'll make sure to get you some great pictures from that festival that takes place. Allegedly, Ivan Moody from Five Finger Death Punch. We don't know yet if he's going to be at the event, but he did cancel a show in Australia as Five Finger Death Punch was supposed to open for um, Black Sabbath, but we don't know if he's going to be here in the States. He's recovering with an undisclosed uh, diagnosis of something. So we'll, we'll hear out exactly what's going to happen there, but you know, you got Bring Me the Horizon, you have A Lamb of God, you have so many, Rob Zombie is going to be there, Disturbed is going to be there, big long list, that's at Fort Rock, make sure you get all the information on our website, theromanshow.com. With that being said, thanks very much for tuning in, if you haven't been on, if you haven't heard, this has been The Roman Show. <laughs>